Hello and welcome to the Fuel for Life podcast. I'm your host, Bogdan Kipko, and I believe that whatever fills your mind fuels your life. This is why I am dedicated to helping you excel in life, have a vibrant faith, and reject mediocrity. I believe that your greatest accomplishments and most rewarding milestones are closer than you think. So let's fuel up and get fired up to live the life that God created for us to live. One of the things I wanted to quickly um, mention is that uh, you've probably been looking at the news, you've probably been um, following, I'm back, um, you've probably been following the whole story about uh, Billy Graham passing away. I just want to talk about a couple different um, news articles that I read and I want to maybe, if you have any comments about his passing or if you have any comments about um, something specifically that um, you were impacted greatly by his ministry, just put it in the comments below, whether you're on Facebook or you're on Instagram. Um, so um, the first thing I wanted to quickly mention, I'm sure you've been reading all the different news reports, but uh, one thing a commentator said was that um, they're wondering if uh, the United States will ever uh, celebrate uh, the passing of a pastor as much as they did as we did um, Billy Graham, uh, because by all accounts of it, if you look statistically, um, Billy Graham, uh, today he dominated the internet. Um, every single post on all social media um, is about him. So I think it's awesome um, in a time when our country is greatly divided. Um, even the evangelical Christian population is greatly divided. Um, it is a good time for everybody to come together and to acknowledge that this man lived and that he preached the gospel um, for his entire life. And um, I don't think there there has been a moment in history, at least in the last maybe five or 10 years in the United States, where the name Jesus has been um, said so much, where the evangelicals, um, Christian people, those who follow Jesus are out on, on full display to the watching world, um, this is a historical moment in time. And so with the internet, everything is amplified. And I believe that we need to take advantage of that. We as Christians, those who follow Jesus, uh, we need to take advantage of that. And we need to preach the gospel to people in word and in deed. And so um, just from my particular perspective, um, I'm not exactly sure if there will be another pastor or another evangelist who is going to be um, at the level of being talked about as much um, as uh, as Billy Graham has been. Um, and so if you're here on Instagram or if you're here on um, on Facebook and if you want me to add you in to kind of discuss it, I see Nikita, you're here. Um, I can add you in there if you have a good internet connection, we can have a discussion. But um, I wanted to briefly share with you guys a couple things that you might not know about. Um, some of the articles that um, where, that I read, one of the things that I read about Billy Graham was that um, he preached the gospel to 
more people in live audiences than anyone else in history. Um, people are estimating it at nearly 215 million people um, in more than 185 countries and territories. And that's, I believe, a slightly before the, um, the expansion or the explosion of social media. So my, um, my prediction is that for my particular generation, because the, I think the, the generation of Billy Graham, like I'll be just honest with you guys, like I don't, I know of Billy Graham and I know he made <clears throat> a great impact in the United States and on the nation and the world in general. Um, but I think that's the generation that grew up on his sermons was the previous generation to my generation. That's just what I'm going to say. And I think it's, it's fairly accurate to say that. Um, now with the internet, with social media, I think God is, um, there's, there's so much, um, people to choose from, uh, to listen to about the gospel of Jesus. And I think that's great. I think it's a really good thing. So I think there's more diversity. There's more, uh, the palette of people, uh, sharing the gospel is significantly bigger, significantly wider with social media. And I think it's great. I think for every generation, there's different voices and different speakers, um, different prophets. So I think it's a good thing. Um, one thing I wanted to note, and I put this on my social media, um, I put it on my Instagram is, um, I put about seven or eight different quotes of, uh, Billy Graham on here. Um, and I know you've been reading them all day. One thing of note that I personally think it's important, especially if you're married or if you're thinking about marriage, um, one of the, uh, things that was quoted by, uh, Billy Graham, it said that, um, when it comes to spiritual things, my wife has had the greatest influence on my ministry. So Billy Graham, um, died, passed away to be with Jesus at 99. By the way, um, it's really incredible how the timing of all this is happening um, because just on um, on Saturday, we had the memorial service for my grandma. Um, she was 80 years old in two weeks. And then on um, Tuesday, we had the committal service for her. And so that was yesterday. And today we woke up this morning to the passing of Billy Graham. And so it's just incredible that um, like a lot of saints are passing away. Um, a lot of that people, a lot of people actually pass away towards the beginning of the year or towards the first quarter of the year. That's just statistically proven that that happens. But back to the quote that I read. So Billy Graham basically said that uh, his wife has had the greatest influence on his ministry. He actually said that about her um, when she died in June of 2007. I think that's incredibly important to note. For those of, um, if you're a guy listening, that's incredibly important. Um, I'll be the first to admit it that often um, when men in general don't like to receive coaching because we kind of know pretty much what to do all the time and we know how to do things. And when we do receive coaching, it's, it's ultimately an acknowledgement that there's many things that we need to correct. There's many things that we need to uh, change. And so um, I'm just going to give an example that when, when I read this kind of a story about Billy Graham and the fact that his wife made such a big impact on him, um, it makes me want to just get coaching for my wife even more because it's just important. Um, it's important to get feedback on your ministry, regardless of how big you are, regardless of how popular or unpopular you are. I think feedback is incredibly important because that's the 180 degree coaching that you get from people. Um, so that's, that's important. 
So that's the kind of one of the things I wanted to mention. Um, the second thing that I wanted to mention that's incredibly important with this, with what happened today is that, um, if you go on my Instagram or if you go on my Facebook, there's a story or there's a, there's a clip of, uh, Kathy Lee Gifford. She's a talk show host. Yeah. Thank you, bro. Uh, she's a talk show host. And, um, I literally like cut a clip out from, um, what she was talking about this morning. And I personally, I'm going to tell you guys, you need to watch this because this is, this is a example of somebody, um, sharing the gospel in the most succinct way possible, fitting the gospel message that Jesus Christ, uh, died, was buried, rose again, and he is the savior of the world. And that, um, she, I'm going to quote you what she said. She said this towards the end of this little clip and she said this on national television. I know Christian evangelicals are on social media, like all over the place. And that's a really good thing. But to have somebody on national television say this, um, she said this, she said, I have the cure for the malignancy of the soul and he has a name and his name is Jesus. That's what she said. And, um, I don't really watch Kathy Lee Gifford even that much, but when I saw this quote, it's incredible. And she also, um, lost her husband, um, a few years ago. And she basically said that the reason she was, she was able to experience, um, so much, uh, peace during the difficult time of her husband passing away is because she knew that he was with Jesus. And so that's a huge encouragement to us. And so all of this, Billy Graham passing away, um, my grandma passing away, this is all coming um, on the heels of me personally um, thinking about death a lot. Um, my dad passed away at a very young age in 2009. He was 56 years old. My wife's dad was, I think he was 46. He passed away um, also. And um, death, every person who's watching most likely um, experienced death in some regard and death is real. But I'm going to tell you this, um, on Sunday, um, my worship team, they sang an incredible song. And one of the lines that literally has been like ringing through my mind this entire week is this, it's four words that are so encouraging to you and to me. Um, the words are this death is a lie. Death is a lie. And so when I was preaching my grandma's funeral on Tuesday, I said, cancer lost, Jesus won. Um, and, you know, death is something that we must face. But I also want to say something about death. Um, death is a lie in the sense that death is not the end. And one of the um, passages from Psalm 116 that I preached on, um, it basically said that uh, 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 precious in the sight of the Lord is the death of his saints. And I think that's so important that the psalmist says that because think about it, the worst thing that can happen to a person that we understand is death, but even the death of somebody who believes in Jesus is precious in the sight of the Lord. So even people who pass away, even people who die, um, they're precious in the sight of the Lord. So that's just an encouragement for us. Um, and another, um, uh, scripture passage that I think should be, um, very encouraging to us is that, um, Jesus said, do not, um, lay up for yourselves treasures 
on earth where, where moth can destroy them. What he actually meant by that is when we, he talked about, um, laying up, uh, treasures in heaven. Here's what, how I want us to look at next time you're at a funeral or next time one of your loved ones passes away. It is a time of grieving. Um, it is a time of difficulty and that is grieving and crying. It, it's, there's no issue with that. There's no problem with that. Um, but here's what I want to say that when we, commit somebody's body to the grave. That's actually, um, that's us treasuring somebody in heaven. That's laying up a treasure that's going to heaven basically. So the body is returning to the, to the, to the earth from, um, from dust. You will, you were made to dust. You shall return. And, um, and, and basically that's us laying up treasures in heaven. So um, I don't think there's any other um, uh, religious affiliation um, other than uh, uh, Christians that that basically understand that death is a lie. And um, I doubt he'll notice or not or, or not. But um, our president um, uh, tweeted out um, uh, and he put on his Instagram a quote that I actually commented on. Um, let me see if I can find it. And um, he had a quote and he said this. I'm going to read it to you right now. Uh, which I kind of agreed with, but I think it's not the entire, the entirety of the picture. Um, uh, he said, um, he said the great Billy Graham is dead. Um, I, I commented on his, on his post. <laughs> I don't know if you care or not, but I did. And, uh, basically what I said is death is a lie. He is alive in the presence of Jesus. Um, so with Jesus, with God, there, there are no people who are dead. And, um, regardless of what you're going through, uh, death is a lie. Jesus has defeated death. He defeated hell. Um, I'm not going to start to preach to you right now, but I know that you completely agree with me on that. Um, a lot of people are now, um, um, analyzing, um, the life of Billy Graham. A lot of people are basically talking about the impact that he made. Um, a lot of people are talking about the, um, the, the different things that he's made, the, 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 the racial divides that he actually united. Um, the fact that he was a, um, um, I think the fact that he was a, uh, confidant to many presidents and, the, um, many news articles even said that, uh, Billy Graham is basically the person that's one of the pastors that spend the most time, um, in, um, in, in, uh, in, in the president, in the White House. Um, I'm just going to make a, a prediction for, um, the two people that I believe are, um, in the, um, I guess maybe in the realm of a, of a successor to, uh, Billy Graham, um, based on just media and, and the culture and how we see it today. And, and, and that's fine. That's normal. I think God chooses people and prophets and pastors to be raised up and to deliver a message to this generation. There's thousands of different pastors. I'm one of them, one of the small ones. Um, but there's people, um, God chooses them. So here's the two that I would say. Um, of this current generation, I think one of them is, uh, Greg Laurie. Um, Greg Laurie, um, here where we live in South Orange County, um, in Anaheim crusades are, are in the hundreds of thousands of people that come to them every single year. Um, Albert Muller. Yeah, I do believe that. I think he's more of, um, uh, um, uh, the, 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 the more of like the theological head in terms of delivering succinct, uh, cultural analysis on world events. Whereas, 
Uh, Greg Laurie, I believe he's more culturally um, relevant in the sense that more people know about him. He's not as of an acquired taste as an Albert Moeller because Albert Moeller, people listen to him of a particular stripe, people who want to get analysis on news and events, people who want a very particular distinct, might I even say a boutique type analysis, whereas Greg Laurie is more of a evangelist similar to, um, similar to, thanks bro. Uh, similar to, um, similar to Billy Graham. Um, so I would say if you were looking for the kind of like, wh who is the evangelist? Cause there's been cultural studies done and, and actually many cultural commentators have said, they've said, well, we don't really have a Billy Graham of this generation. Like if we're talking about 2018, there's not one particular person that fits, um, that particular demographic. So I would say Greg Laurie is one of them in terms of being a, an amazing evangelist that has been chosen by God. Um, the second person that I I would say um, is highly influential and, and it pretty much is at the level of Billy Graham or Greg Laurie is uh, Rick Warren. Um, so Rick Warren, um, if you don't know, he wrote The Purpose Driven Life. His church is called Saddleback Church. They're literally like a few minutes away from where we live. Um, here in South Orange County, um, they have churches literally around the world. When I was in Moscow, uh, two and a half weeks ago, I visited a, a purpose driven church. It was amazing, great worship. And yeah, and, um, and so basically, um, his book, uh, Purpose Driven Life has, is the second most best selling book that has ever been sold, um, with the exception of the Bible. So basically, uh, the best, um, the, the most sold book ever, ever sold was the Bible, obviously. And then second, statistically is, um, is Rick Warren's, uh, purpose driven life. So basically, um, I'm just doing kind of more of like a cultural analysis on this and saying that for our particular generation, we are, who are like, let's say I'm in my thirties, people who are growing up millennials. I think, um, Greg Laurie and Billy Graham are the two giants. Um, or, or Greg Laurie and Rick Warren are the two giants that are ultimately dominating the uh, Christian evangelical sphere. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Fuel for Life podcast. You are part of a tribe that wants to feed your faith excel in life, and stop at nothing to reject mediocrity from every area of your life. If this podcast has impacted you to take action and change your life, would you mind letting the secret out and share it with those around you? Let's increase our Fuel for Life nation and have more people listening in more places so that more lives could be changed and that people would experience immeasurably more than they ever imagined according to God's power at work within us.